0: Brown's getting back to work. Bye week over. Dolphins Sunday in Miami. Might be hot. Does that mean anything? I don't know. Welcome back to Basket of Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin.
1: You've intrigued me now. I got to look at the weather for Sunday.
0: <laughs> really?
1: I wish. I'm just glad that uh, really? I saw a road sign that 77 was like closed northbound this morning. Man. It was yeah, right. you and I
0: were both kind of like weaseling our way through the city to get here. It was crazy. It's in
1: Miami. So I'm going to go with nice.
0: You're going to go Miami weather. To go with nice. Either that or a downpour. Dan, yeah, how were you? Uh,
1: Dan was excellent this morning as we were trying to come in. Yeah, um, traffic reporter, boy. Were you a traffic reporter at one point? I did it a little bit for us here. Every so often, I'd fill in. And it went so well, you're with us. Yeah, okay. exactly. There, it's all you need to know. Yeah, right it would have been. I mean, I, I, that was the first time, you know, that Michael Stanley, thank God for the man that put the white lines on the highway.
0: Yeah. Today was thank you God needed. for
1: the man or man or woman that put the sign over 480 to let you know with that the 77 was sign? closed. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was.
0: I got a nice tour of the season. I'm sure we're not the only it ones was, that were affected by no, that I'm coming sure. in today. I'm optimistic. I, I have a little optimism about Cause it's the Browns be, right
1: now. Because it's going to be 81? No, it, it has nothing to do with weather. <laughs> Just a Plenty. little bit of clouds.
0: Yeah. Nice. 216-578-0092, zero, zero, the number to join us. Todd's in Ward 1. Todd, I, I I have this little optimistic feel right now. Maybe it's more league-wide than Browns in particular, but explain it to me.
2: Your optimism will be justified. Your Ooh. optimism will be justified. Minor public service announcement, just in case you don't know, it's good to know sometimes that you, uh, your callers do use your um, businesses that you advertise. I will have some confirmed purchases on my way for the Cleveland Furniture, and I will be using U.S. installation once I get these folks to come to grips with my old grandparents' house and let some of this stuff go in the closet. Todd, you are the man. Well
0: done. We represent good companies here, and we're very proud to do that. I, I know Andy does, so do
2: I got to get the closets cleaned out for US installation there you go okay well, you asked what i thought you asked what the what we thought about the Miami Dolphins i only keep up with two teams regularly that's the Browns and the Bears those are my teams but every year i tend to watch a team that just plays really good football to watch Miami Dolphins have been that team this year so i'm not just talking off the top of my head if you just watch their first four games the fourth one being a loss the Miami Dolphins are very well focused players And what I know, since I was a kid, I know this, no matter what aspect of life you're talking about, people that think alike often act alike without communicating with one another, and the Dolphins do that in their football games. And they will play all fourth quarters, even if it means a loss, which means that if the Browns are in front of the Dolphins with two minutes left to go, they better still be playing tough ball because the Miami Dolphins will come back on them. That's what I think about the Miami Dolphins. But if it's rainy and I keep up with the weather forecast because I'm that middle-aged guy that's really into it this year as far as the football. <laughs> if it's rainy, the Browns going to get them, and it's probably going to be rainy because the weather looks like it's that, time of, it's that time of year for Miami, so the Browns should get them, but they have to play fourth quarter football to get them because they play very tough, organized ball, whether they're communicating with one another or not verbally. Todd, I need the shallow word of Todd.
0: Never shallow words. Always good words. <laughs> Todd, thank you, buddy. Appreciate yep. it. Todd, Todd's points are interesting. I, I'm, I'm really thinking the defense may have found something. And I'm, well, I that I think that's a big part of my optimism. I think the defense has found something. Bills in Parma, Bill.
3: Good morning, guys. Good Hi, morning. Bill. Well, I watched the Chiefs game last night. Kind stunner. Oh, it was a stunner.
1: They play that in Kansas or in Missouri? <laughs>
3: you, you know. Poor Mike that, Tirico last night the, made a goof. Stadium wait, what stadium was happened? It was paid by Missouri Texas. Here we go. Okay, go Thank ahead. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Just making
0: sure. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm just kidding. That's um, why you
1: got that casino on the border there to make sure that things correct. are getting paid for. That is yes. correct.
0: Last night, um, Mike Tirico, who does a terrific job, right, um, said Mahomes threw that one all the way to Missouri. And then, or Kansas. or Yeah. Go
3: ahead. It's been going on for years how much Missouri loves Kansas and Kansas loves Missouri. But anyway, um, watching Mahomes play last night, um, he's the Michael Jordan of football right now. Uh, he does things that nobody else does. Uh, he has awareness in the pocket nobody else has. Uh, He has an arm uh, that you know very few people have. I watched also the Buffalo game yesterday to see Allen play. You know, very talented guy, but the uh, the Bills are not doing him a service. They should have got him a running back. And this guy thinks he can blow through 250 pound linebackers, and there's a 250 pound linebacker just waiting for him.
0: Yeah, he's got to be careful with that. Bill, I think you're right.
3: he is going to get injured. I don't want him to, but he's going to get flattened. He's going to get
1: hurt. Yeah, he ended he up with. His arm. He almost had 90 yards on the
3: ground yesterday. I know. I know. Uh, but nonetheless, I think what. Now, when you say you're encouraged,
0: uh, Jeff. Well, I, I just got a little optimism, Bill. And I'm, you know, I know they're three and five, and they just lost four straight games. But I, the, the league is, I think, has affected my thinking on this because, and things are happening that. It makes me think a three and five team, getting a quarterback back, might have a shot at, at getting into the postseason.
3: No, I I can see what you're saying. I think what I what I've seen is is that look at the Los Angeles Rams, and you know once they start yeah. paying players, you know these ex, exorbitant contracts, and then they have to take away from other positions. That's really when you see how good the quarterback is. And I think that's why I look at the Chiefs right now, in which they've paid Mahomes a ton of money. And, and, and the th- same thing is happening with Watson. It's not going to be what happens this year that we're going to find out how good Watson is. It's when his contract kicks in, and they're going to have to not pay uh, a wide receiver or a defensive back or a linebacker, what you normally would have, and you have to get, like, the second or third pick. And that's when you're going to see how good Watson is, because that's what's happening with LA this year. They just, they just have paid, so they they're having trouble playing a good game.
0: Bill, I would agree. Apparently, apparently again, our producers are anymore. telling us that it's yeah. it's time to move on. Bill, thank you for the phone call. Bill getting the award for creative editing for someone from Missouri. Tim is in Brunswick. Tim. Hey, Tim. I don't know if, if
4: you guys caught any of the game last night, but, you know, it hit me so many times watching Derrick Henry run that ball and the times that he didn't run the ball that it's, and it's not a criticism, it's an observation because we had a great win, but play action is everything. It's everything when you got a good running back, and I just don't think that we use our running backs in that way to bring those linebackers up, like the Titans did last night. And even Mahomes uses the play action quite a bit. I just don't see that with our the plays that we run and and the you know quarterback back by himself on third down where there's no threat of a run at all. This is the thing that I pull my hair out on Sundays for when I'm watching the games. I wonder what you guys thought about
0: that. Tim, thank you very much. Think, we talked about that last week, too, yeah, with the I, Titans. I just think we have running backs here that are underutilized. and, and I say We I have three. Well, I say that knowing that, that well, Nick four. Chubb is one of the leading carriers in, in the league. I mean, he gets tons of carries. It's situational sometimes. Yeah,
1: somebody was arguing that just, I, that last week. I don't know if it was social or if it was an email or something. But it was just somebody was like, well, you want this to happen. You want this to happen. And you want Nick Chubb to run the ball there more. There aren't enough plays, right? There aren't no, Yeah, But it wasn't. A, like our whole argument about Nick Chubb is yes, we'd like to see him more if that's possible. Like we get it, we understand you got to mix it up. It's situational
0: stuff that we're trying to figure out. More that's so, all. yeah. And and I'm I'm still all on board on the idea of Nick and Kareem. I I won't necessarily even just say on the field together. Just a little bit, and I want to. I don't know better balance. So- I, the last game against the Bengals to me, Andy was was pretty good because. You know, and, and they had the lead. Okay, It's so, a tweak, Jeff. It's not right, it, right. It's not it's, an overall. Exactly it's a right.
1: tweak, yeah. and I think that we all see that. And when it doesn't go right, you keep saying to yourself, well, I don't understand why Kevin doesn't do this. When it goes right, you don't even think twice about it. You never do. Dan, what's your stat? Uh, Browns run play action on 22% of dropbacks this season. 10.4 yards per attempt when they do it.
0: 22% of dropbacks. I am Dan Minigan. Boom, stats right there.
1: I can PFF with the best of them.
0: Congratulations to you. <laughs> oh, golly, I'm sorry. I just felt that it was necessary to say There are say some I like, right when there, right then.
1: I like when he's analytics yeah. man, and then there are
0: sometimes I'm like, oh. Sometimes it gets to you a little bit.
1: Just want to make sure we had the information with the guy who
4: called in and said they should run play action more.
0: I, I think that's understandable. I, I think that's terrific. Jim's to in help. Strongsville. James,
4: listen we, need, we, we, listen, we need to stop this. Are we really going to say that the Browns aren't doing enough on offense comparing them to a Tennessee team yesterday that scored 17 points? The Browns are a top-five scoring offense in the league. I'm just, I'm not going to listen to it anymore. It's aggravating. It's nitpicking. You know what? If the Browns, if Kid York makes a field goal against the Chargers and the Browns' defense doesn't implode against the Jets, the Browns are in a great position right now and they're holding tiebreakers. And that has nothing to do with the play calls on offense or anything else. It's like people don't even understand how many points this team's actually scoring each game. How many do they want them to score? Do they want them to score 50? I don't understand. It's like this nitpicking. Tennessee scored 17 points. Do you think they called a better game yesterday than Kevin Stefanski's been? Kevin Stefanski, they had one game where they scored 17 points. Every other game, they've been up over 20. I just don't want to hear it. It's like like we're detached from reality, and we're looking at this in some bizarro world. In other words... I'm as mad as hell and
0: I'm not gonna take this anymore. You think they're doing a good job offensively. Jim, I would agree with you. Jim, do I you just feel- think it can be even better if you if you if you tweak it a little bit, I'm more I'm more pumped now about the idea that maybe the defense has figured some things out.
1: Jim, do you feel yeah, better? So I, I feel like we, we I feel like we can make you feel better just by letting you, you air your grievance here. Do you feel better?
4: You always do. You guys are, you guys are pros pros. You're what the you man.
0: Do? You're the man, Jim. It's like a Browns Therapy Monday without a game. That's right. Thanks, boys. All right, thank Hi, you. Bye, Jim. Look, Jim Hi. ends up all cheery and everything. He's right,
1: though. You know, the, the bigger thing that I got out of that phone call was I was only six numbers off from being a billionaire. Six. Now, I'm sure, I missed every number, but I was only six numbers off.
0: Fabulous. Take a look at the NBA's Eastern Conference standings. On top, the undefeated Milwaukee Bucks, nine wins, zero losses. In second place right now in the Eastern Conference with a record of eight and one. Your Cleveland Cavaliers with eight straight wins since the season opening loss to the Toronto Raptors. Very impressive. Kelsey Russo is going to join us. She covers the Cavs for the Athletic. She's going to join us at noon. Uh, Kevin Stefanski's press conference will be following that at some point later on here in Baskin and Phelps, hmm. eight straight wins. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's let's go positive. There is no negative, but there is a cautionary element to this. Let's go positive. What's impressed you most about, um, about I, their start?
1: I, it's just the overall team. I mean, yes, Donovan Mitchell's new, but still, there's a team aspect to it that I think is. Um, it's impressive because I, I feel I, you know, I thought Friday's win. Without those guys was a big deal that they were. It doesn't matter; you're still playing against an NBA team, and that <clears throat> you have guys that you can rely on. But you didn't need to, so you were able to get the win. Um, you know, you just I start looking through some stats, and like I was looking at their... the Cavs' defensive rating is second behind Milwaukee uh, at one hundred two point nine. Uh, Milwaukee's one hundred point six. They play the hits there. Don't yeah, they? they do all the time. And then the Cavs' um, net rating is number one in the league. I, I know these are all goofy little stats, and maybe they make me sound like Madigan because I'm being, you know, analytical, but I do think there are some things going on there that are um, that are impressive that we just kind of don't see in, in how they're able to win these games too beyond, you know, just uh, saying, oh, man, that play by Donovan Mitchell was amazing. That was great. You know, we do that a lot throughout the game where we see great one or two great plays, but how are they doing it? Like the third quarter yesterday – well, they easily could have laid down and, and just been like, oh, "All right, we're in L. A. It's a long road trip, and see blah, what blah, happens." Blah. But they didn't. No, they they did Second half, not, and not uh, I 20. do believe JB Bickerstaff leads the league. Hang on, I get a look upset. Yeah, number one in motivational speeches through nine games. Through nine games, you need to have six to qualify. So he's good. He's three games <laughs> fast. <laughs> I keep hearing about these motivational speeches, and I think they're awesome. But I also think it's November. I mean, don't you have to save some of your best stuff for towards the end of the year?
0: Well, in theory, in theory, uh, I like this Donovan Mitchell has been very, very good. He's averaging 31.4 points a game. He's fourth in the NBA right now. I like that kind of, I personally think a more sustainable version is somebody averaging 25 and other guys averaging, you know, kind of going along with him for the ride, um, I don't know how sustainable that is. It doesn't have to be sustainable. You're on a really hot stretch, and you have guys who can step up and score for you. Darius Garland, Evan Mobley's been underutilized so far. He's had a couple of good games, but um, I worry about that a little bit, just a little bit. I I, I hope that the dynamic backcourt of Garland and Mitchell doesn't take away from the development of Evan Mobley. I don't think it will. Okay, I I don't think so. I think that's gonna be just fine. But the thought is in my head. It's like, um, excuse me, the the six eleven guy over there, with with all around skills, who needs to probably be the best player on this team for this team to do what you want. Um, could you include him a little bit more, please? That's just that's just in my head. Might be misplaced. Love the fact that Jared Allen's fourth in the league in rebounding. That that's the role, and Jarrett might not like it, but that's the role he definitely has to play on this team. Because, and and he's averaging almost 14 points a game, which is terrific. That may not last. Because, again, they're going to run nothing for him, which is okay. You know, pick and roll, fine. That's great. Right. But they're not going to run a ton for him because they don't have to. You've got Garland and Mitchell. And then Evan Mobley, who you want to have shots to, and Karis LeVert, who's a scorer. So, if Jarrett's okay with rebounding like crazy and, and doing what it is that he has to do, then that's what you should do, right? And that that's a good thing. Now, tell me, give me a Browns line on this. Okay. You can only play the teams who are on the schedule.
1: Right, I get this. I know where you're okay. going
0: with this. So far, the Cavaliers' eight wins have come against all teams with a losing record except one, the Boston Celtics. Twice. You could, yeah, you can only and, and those were the best wins, clearly. You can only play the teams that are on the schedule. If you have a patsy on the schedule, what are you supposed to do? You should win. And they have.
1: But I also think that, you know, and we're joking around about the rah-rah speeches, whatever. It's not about rah-rah, rah-rah speeches. It's about coaching. And he's got to be able to coach them, and if he's got to talk about it then or, or fire them up in some way, that's fine too. But it's hard for me not to think about this team last year Having such a great start, dealing with some injuries, and then getting stuck in the playing tournament and then not being able to uh, get out of that playing tournament. So, I, I mean, I do know it's early. I do understand it, but, you know, a win here early in the season can help you out later in the year when you're looking at losses and you're trying to, you know, position yourself to not have to go back to the Godforsaken playing tournament. So, I do think that there is. I, I mean, I don't want to go over the top excited about the beginning of it, but these are games that can come back at the end of the season to help you. And as you said, Jeff, these are against teams that if you think they're inferior, you need to go in and get the win now. Right. And they're, it doesn't matter that it's November.
0: They're doing what they're supposed to do. Correct. Right, Andy? Correct. That, I mean, that's that's a key thing here. The Lakers' record is now 2-7, and seven, and the Pistons are 2-8. and eight. Those are the first two teams on this road trip. What would you do? You beat them. Mm-hmm. Good. That's what you're supposed to do. The combined record of the teams they played so far, and I didn't count the Celtics twice, but I just uh, of the teams during this winning streak, twenty five and forty three. So you're doing what you're supposed to do if you're the Cavaliers. You're beating up on lesser teams. Um, only a couple of the teams are even close to five hundred. Knicks are four and five, and Bulls are five and six. So that that's good. I I worry a little bit about. The ball dominance of the backcourt, the point dominance, you know, that this is where it's all coming from. Probably shouldn't worry about that, but I, I do a little bit. And I worry about the depth on the team a little bit. I I I think though the bench has done a pretty good job overall. And I Kevin Love has continued to do a great job. Very impressed by Kevin. But you know, Jetty Osman is is inconsistent. When Jetty's good, man, he's really good. And he has a tendency sometimes to, to not be there as often as you'd like. Would like that to you know continue to change. And I'm just wondering, is Isaac Okoro ever going to make that step? So and, and so we're clearly nitpicking here. We're clearly you know looking the, at this thing. Ju- I just wonder how sustainable is this? An eight game winning streak. It, you're not going to win every game, but if they can just keep and keep thumping the teams that don't have good records and compete against the teams that do they're going to end up right where we'd like them to be which is three four five right in that range and, yeah. and, and avoid the playing
1: well now they're they're making it three i like to me i've I've kind of upgraded a little bit well, to not chance, thinking yeah. that they were going to be on the yeah. you know inside looking out but it's just like they're going to get better if they stay healthy we still haven't really seen a healthy team yet a, the, a little bit let's see what they do tonight tonight'll be kind of fun I just I don't know that we're anywhere near their maximum potential and that's the other thing and you've talked about some of the inconsistency coming off the bench do they become consistent if that happens there's no stopping this team but again it's going to take time and it's not you know somebody was talking to somebody about this too that like we're excited but this is not this is not the LeBron era and in fact, I think it's interesting we've gone almost two hours into the show and I don't even know if I've heard LeBron's name once. Well, you just, uh, you just yeah, I it. said it. So you know. Well, I'm, and the only reason I say it is because they were playing against him yesterday. That's why. Uh, but that, it doesn't, like, that's not a factor. That's not a, 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 it's not one of those, oh, well, when LeBron was here kind of things. And I think that there's some, a little bit of a feeling about Donovan Mitchell being that guy. You know, like, oh, is he our next LeBron? No, I don't, I don't see that. Like, no. this team is, more. It's, uh, you know, I love LeBron for bringing a championship to the, to this city. Love him for that, okay? But I don't think this team is like that. I, this team is going to have to be a team to win. This isn't about you know who's the other guy in double figures tonight. Who's the who's that one guy who's got double digit boards? Although you know, <laughs> so it's just I I just feel more of a team concept to this entire thing, and and I think that that is going to expand. Even though you're talking about Donovan Mitchell, who's what he's averaging 31.4 points per game. I don't know that that's gonna Hold well, up for the rest of the I, season. It might be better.
0: It might be better if it doesn't.
1: Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And I'm not saying that it's bad right now because they're winning and they're and, able and to they, beat
0: the Cavs. Needed him when Darius was out,
1: for sure, for sure. But I do think if that number comes back to the pack a little bit and other numbers rise, that I again, it's team success here. Like I feel like this is a team. I also feel like you're kind of getting that same influence. Um, from JB, that maybe you get from Tito a little bit about maintaining the team mentality. Although I think, um, I think JB's got some uh, some serious serious talent. Although you know, obviously the Guardians do because they've had they had so many Gold Glove winners, but they didn't have the hitting. This, I mean, I think JB's in a better position because he's got players that can play.
0: You want to know something else that's playing out? Proven well? proven players
1: that can play. Let's put it that way. Okay,
0: they don't play a team with a winning record right now for the next four games. Clippers are 500, Sacramento and Golden State are not playing well right now. They're under 500 Minnesota 500. It's not until they play Milwaukee 5 games from now that the Cavaliers play a team that has a winning record.
1: Will the Mike Brown fanfare from you be gigantic when they play the I, Kings? I mean, will we be will we be blowing that up all day? I'm surprised Puba doesn't it's have like a the minivan. Does he not have a promo out yet for the Kings game? The Cavaliers take on their old coach. It's just like Belichick against the Browns. Only it's not. <laughs> don't vote for Jeff Phelps. He's mean.
0: No, I'm nice. No, I know you are. I'm nice. Ask my kids.
1: Uh, I- I'll... most days. Yeah, okay.
0: When they don't need money.
1: <laughs> Is that ever a day? That's a day that ends in day. and
0: why?